losses that couldn't be recovered. And our testimony is that God didn't prevent it. See, this is what makes faith hard. Because most of the testimony is what about God, what God blocked. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Most of the time we're talking about what God, and I ain't nothing wrong with talking about what God blocked. But the truth of the matter is, that ain't the majority of our testimonies. If we tell the truth, it's a whole lot of things we wish God had blocked that God didn't block. There are some things that happen to us that we wish God had not let it happen. There are some things that we went through that we prayed that we wouldn't go through it. We played, we've had all laid on us. We had all splattered on our forehead. Pastor laid our hands on us. We fell out at the altar. And in spite of all of that, it happened anyhow. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Come and join us in the sanctuary as we listen in on a dynamic word from our senior pastor, Dr. Gina M. Stewart. This is the word of the Lord. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. As you take your seat, shout my title to your neighbor, tell him, but I made it. <laughs> Look on the other side and say, <laughs> but I made it. praise him because nobody know your story like you know your story look at somebody shout but I of our testimonies of victory, especially at this time of the year, the end of the year, pivot around the catastrophes, the events, the situations, the calamities that we avoided. In many instances, when we hear testimonies, and we praise God for those kind of testimonies, they pivot around the fact that the accident didn't happen, that the bullet missed us, that the layoff didn't happen to us, that the family member lived, the marriage was saved, we got the promotion, we got the new car, and so forth and so on. And while I want to say to you this morning, you ought to always give God praise for every mountain he brings you over. As a matter of fact, you ought not wait till Sunday. Matter of fact, you should have praised God before you got here so that when you got here, you'd already be on fire when you walked in the sanctuary. It is an appropriate thing to give God, I'm doing the best I can, to give God praise for every victory and to celebrate those victories. But if we really tell the truth about life, the truth is, that ain't everybody's testimony. Touch your neighbor and say, she sure got that right. The truth of the matter is, some of us don't have the testimony of victory. 
The truth of the matter is, is that some of us, as we get to the end of the year, that's one of the reasons why I think we're so glad to see the end of the year, because we have lived through so many challenges, so many dangers, toils, and snares, that we can't wait for a new year to start. We can't wait for a new beginning, because for some of us, it's not our testimony. Be clear, I'm not suggesting that God is not good. I'm not suggesting that God is not faithful. I'm not suggesting that God does not exercise fidelity toward us. I'm not questioning God's love. I'm not questioning God's compassion. I'm not questioning whether or not God is good, whether God is real, whether God is faithful or merciful. But I need to acknowledge that in the midst of all that, sometimes life ain't fair. And the truth of the matter is sometimes things happen to us that we had nothing to do with. We, some of us, have been the collateral damage, come on here, of other folks' deceit. We were minding our own business. I'm just, we were minding our own business. We were going along. We were doing fine. Come on here. And life happened to us. In the midst of acknowledging that God is real, we still have to admit that injustice is real, that sexism is real, that racism is real, that classism is real, that xenophobia is real, and that people are not always motivated by the highest good, and the world is not always a warm, safe, fuzzy, or inviting place to live. We have to admit, we have to tell the truth. Somebody said, tell the truth. We have to tell the truth. The other side of faith is that while the world is a place where God presides, the world sometimes can be a place that we can't always clearly discern what God is up to. This is the reason why a lot of people experience faith crisis, because we don't always have answers for God's ambiguity. We don't always have answers for when we cannot clearly discern God's hand or God's purpose by looking at the headlines, looking at CNN, listening to Rachel Maddow or MSNBC or Fox or, 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 or what's the guy's name, uh, Don Lemon or anybody else, the Twitter feeds, the internet. Not everybody comes to the end of the year with a magna cum laude, summa cum laude, or a cum laude status. And if you don't know what that is, it means some folk don't come to the end of the year with the highest of honors. Some don't come with uh, the high honors. Some don't just, some don't come with honors. Some of us just made it by the skin of our chin and chin. I'm looking for the real people. Come on, just talk to somebody say, I made it by the skin of my chin and chin chin. Look, go on, testify to somebody. I said, back in June, I didn't think I was going to make it. Come on. Back in February, I thought I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Come on. Tell somebody, back in March, I was about to click. Come on, talk. Come on. Tell somebody, I made it by the skin of my chin and chin chin. I ain't graduating cum summa laude. I ain't graduating summa cum laude. I'm not graduating magna cum laude. But I'm finishing 2018 just saying thank you, Lord. Do I have anybody in here that's a part of the thank you, Lordy crowd? I didn't get everything I wanted. There were some dreams that were deferred. My heart got broken. I suffered some losses, but I still made it. For some of us, it's been a struggle. For some of us, it's been hard. For some of us, we really didn't think we were going to make it. And that's what it had been like for Paul. And the other 275 folk that were on this ship, 275 travelers that had been through what could, by most estimations, be termed a disaster. They had endured a storm-tossed shipboard voyage. The storm was so severe that it took a whole chapter to tell about it. 
Paul had been arrested for preaching the gospel of Christ and was being taken to Rome to be adjudicated. And the difficulty and the delay in sailing on this ship had pushed the timetable beyond an acceptable safe point. And so the people that were driving the ship knew it would be dangerous to try to sail at that time of the year. They knew it would endanger the ship and the cargo. And Paul even tells them in verse 10 of the text, that if they sail, there will be trouble ahead. There will be shipwreck. There will be loss of cargo. There will be danger to their lives. Paul was an experienced traveler. He had been shipwrecked, and he warned the centurion to wait because of the time of the year. And everybody knew it was dangerous to take sail or set sail at that time to make that voyage. But unfortunately, the officer in charge of the prisoners because there were prisoners on the ship. The officer that was in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than he did to Paul. And so they said, I'm doing the best I can. They set sail for Christian Phoenix because the weather, listen, at that time was favorable. And they decided to set sail, listen, because it looked like they could make it. Come on, I ain't got time to unpack that. But some of y'all know what it looks like when you're in a situation and it looks like everything is favorable. Come on, you, you started out some, 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 some thing and it looked like you were going to finish. It looked like you were going to have the victory. It looked like you were going to be successful. But what they didn't anticipate, somebody shout anticipate. They didn't anticipate that the weather was going to shift abruptly that it would change and that their impatience and poor counsel would land them in a storm. Here's the tragedy of this text. The storm could have been avoided. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I said the storm could have been avoided, but because somebody wouldn't listen, not only did they end up in a storm, but people that had nothing to do with the decision also suffered shipwreck. Come on, I know I'm talking to somebody in here. Do I have any witnesses in here that know that you've suffered something that you didn't have nothing directly to do with? You had nothing to do with it. It was not your decision. You are the, you're experiencing the collateral damage of somebody else's decision because somebody refused to read the signals. And so they end up in a storm. They don't just end up in a storm. It's a bad storm. It's a storm called a Northeasterner. The King Jimmy Virgin calls it a Eurachlodon. This is a major storm. This is like Hurricane Sandy. This is like Katrina. This is like Hurricane Michael. This is a major storm that does all kinds of damage. And not only was it a damaging storm or a devastating storm, but it also resulted in shipwreck. Somebody say shipwreck. Shipwreck refers to the destruction or loss of a ship at sea, but even more specifically, in the language of metaphor, here it is, and I was wondering why God wouldn't let, wouldn't, I couldn't get this text out of my mind this week as I was praying about what I would preach about. This pericope that I, uh, we just read from 39 to 44 kept coming to me about the end of the year, some on boards and some on planks and some on broken pieces. I, I, I kept trying to figure out why won't this text let me go? And when I began to do research about shipwreck, I knew that shipwreck referred to the law of a ship, but also shipwreck refers figuratively to irretrievable losses. Can I come back and get somebody? Somebody say irretrievable losses. 
Now, now I know why this text wouldn't loose me. Now I know why I couldn't let this text go because I got a sneaky suspicion that there are some people who showed up for worship this day, this morning, who have experienced some irretrievable losses. Somebody shout irretrievable losses. There's a difference between a loss and an irretrievable loss. There are some losses that can be recovered. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But then there are some losses that are irretrievable. You have to figure out a way to try to live your life, to reorient your life, to find a way to live without something or someone in your life. This text wouldn't let me go because what I suspect is that there are a whole lot of folk in the sanctuary this morning, in spite of our lifted hands, in spite of our praise, in spite of the fact that we're glad to be here, we have experienced some irretrievable loss. Losses. losses that couldn't be recovered. And our testimony is that God didn't prevent it. See, this is what makes faith hard. Because most of the testimony is what about God, what God blocked. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Most of the time we're talking about what God, and I ain't nothing wrong with talking about what God blocked. But the truth of the matter is, that ain't the majority of our testimonies. If we tell the truth, it's a whole lot of things we wish God had blocked that God didn't block. There are some things that happen to us that we wish God had not let it happen. There are some things that we went through that we prayed that we wouldn't go through it. We played, we had all laid on us. We had all splattered on our forehead. Pastor laid our hands on us. We fell out at the altar. And in spite of all of that, it happened anyhow. Do I have any company in here that can testify that God doesn't always prevent certain things from happening? I wish God would cooperate. I wish God would do what I want him to do. I wish God would act like I want him to act. I wish God would be a celestial bellhop that comes at my command. But the truth of the matter is, is that sometimes God does not prevent calamity. And I believe why this is why this text wouldn't let me go because I believe there are some folks in here that have suffered some irretrievable losses this year. Quite frankly, if you tell the truth, even though we wear t-shirts that say we're blessed and highly favored, we've experienced some losses that cannot be recovered. Paul and the prisoners found themselves in a place that they never planned to be. Some of us in some places that we never thought we'd be in. We're dealing with some situations that we thought everybody else would have to deal with, but not us. We're having to face some realities that other folks have faced, but we always thought that we would somehow be able to bypass it. Have you ever found yourself in an unfamiliar, uncomfortable, unplanned place? And the truth of the matter is that this is where Paul and the prisoners found themselves. They were headed to Rome. But because they ran into a storm, an unexpected storm, somebody said unexpected storm. Come on, somebody shout unexpected storm. That's the thing that makes life difficult. It would be better, it would be all right if I could know ahead of time. But there are some things that catch me off guard. This nudge, somebody said, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see the layoff coming. I didn't see the death coming. I didn't see having to take in my parents coming. I didn't see having to try to navigate life by myself as a single parent. I didn't see the divorce coming. I didn't see the downsides coming. I didn't see the hurt and the heartbreak coming. They ran into an unexpected storm. And the truth is that as bad as the storm is, and I'm really almost through, the truth is as bad as the storm was, because remember the storm wasn't just bad, it broke the ship. Look at somebody say, I lost it. The, the truth of the matter is that the storm destroyed the ship. Yeah. 
Remember, I told you they didn't just go through a storm, but they suffered shipwreck, which means that the storm, yeah, you getting it, you getting it. I'm going to give you the smiling face today, Alicia. The ship was completely destroyed. The vessel, the vehicle by which they were trying to make their way to their destination was actually destroyed. And the truth is, some of them should have drowned. I'm going to get you in a minute. You're going to get it in a minute. Look at somebody say, I should have drowned. <laughs> they, they, they were on a ship that was completely destroyed. They experienced total devastation, but with the help of the Lord. I wish I had somebody. I'm really just through. Can you just look at somebody, but with the help of the Lord. Look at somebody say, I should have drowned. I shouldn't have made it. I should have lost my mind. I should have flipped. I should have slit my wrist, but with the help of the Lord. With the help of the Lord, I made it. Here's the text. It says, some came on board. Here it is. Some were on plane. But here's the shout. They all made it safely. Look at somebody said, but I made it. See, the problem is that sometimes we don't have we don't know how to shout because we ain't we because we're not in the group that knew how to swim. But can I tell you that whether you came swimming or whether you came on a board or whether you came on a broken piece, you need to jump to your feet and give God some praise and shout, but I made it. Come on, somebody open your mouth and say, but I made it. I made it through the death. I made it through the hardship. I made it through the job loss. I made it through the divorce. Do I have anybody in here that can open your mouth and shake somebody's hand and tell them I should have drowned with my non-swimming self? I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't have anything that could keep me standing. But somebody ought to give God some praise that I made Come on, tell somebody, I made Come on, say it for the devil, I made it. I should have died in April. I should have quit back in March. I should have thrown in a towel in February. But somebody, open your mouth and give God some praise. Tell somebody, but I made it. Through the fire, through the flood. Do I have anybody here? that can give God a praise that is December 30th, 2018. And somebody said you wouldn't. Somebody said you couldn't. But you ought to shake somebody's hand and tell them, but I made. And see, you can't praise God unless you've been through shipwreck. I'm talking about the folk that been through shipwreck. Tell somebody I lost everything. I lost everything. I should have lost my mind, but I made it. Come on, you ought to give him praise. Look at somebody said, but I made it. I couldn't swim, but I made it. See, what I'm really trying to say to you is that for some of us, this year wasn't no struggle. That's why some of y'all looking at me like, oh, hmm, what up, what up? For some of you, it wasn't no struggle. I'm through, I'm through for real. For some of us, it wasn't a struggle. Look at your neighbor and say, but that ain't my testimony. I had to struggle to get here. Come on, look at somebody say, I had to struggle through 2018. I had to struggle emotionally. I had to struggle psychologically. I had to struggle financially. I had to struggle physically. I had to struggle spiritually. But shake that hand and tell somebody, but I made it. Sound like a broken record and say, I made it, I made it, I made it. I made it, I made it, I made it. I made it, I made it, I made it. Do I have anybody?
somebody that can open your mouth and clap your hands and shake that hand and say, I came on a board. I came on a plank. I came through the fire. I came through the flood. But thanks be to God who gives me the victory. Somehow. Why don't you praise him? Why don't you give him glory? Why don't you give him the praise that the devil thought he took? Why don't you open your mouth and give God your best praise? Shake that hand and tell somebody, this shout is not for what I didn't lose, but this shout is what I got left. This shout is for what I got left. It ain't much, but it's the proof that God kept me. It ain't much, but it's my proof that the God I serve will sustain you. Do I have anybody that can open your mouth and give God a praise that I'm I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try to be through for real. So if you notice, I didn't say that the title of the text, Candace, was, I made it. I said, but I made it. <laughs> All the folk that been to English class know that but is an exceptional conjunction. And you know that the enemy tried to put a period behind everything that happened to you. But somebody ought to shout and give God some praise for an exceptional conjunction. Shake that neighbor's hand and tell him I got an exceptional conjunction written into my faith clause because everything that the enemy tried to do, the devil thought he had me, but God made a way. Tell somebody, but I made it. Somebody said that mean I wasn't supposed to. I should have drowned. I should have lost my life. I should have lost my mind. But somebody ought to open your mouth and give him glory. Yeah. 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 Saying I'm gonna be through, I think I'm gonna be through for real. I said, okay, God, what's the big deal about what I but I made it? 
There's got to be a theological statement that you're making about this. And what God revealed to me as I continue to sit with this text is that this text and this story is a testimony, number one, of how God will preserve you. And the second is about your endurance. Look at somebody said, I didn't know it was in me. <laughs> Look at somebody said, I didn't know I had it. It's a testimony about how God will keep you in the midst of the things that should have killed you. It's a testimony about how God will sustain you in the midst of circumstances and situations that other people did not make it through. Can I tell you that there are some folk that went through what you went through and they didn't live to tell about it? There are some people that experienced the losses that you experienced and they turned their back on God. They gave up on God. They, just, they renounced God. But there are people, but you are one of the ones look at somebody said but I'm one of the ones who I'm through look at somebody said but I'm one of the ones that made it to the shore somebody said but I made it to safe landing but I made it to the shore but I made it to the other side even though the storm should have not only should have taken me out, but it destroyed the vessel that I needed to get me to the other side. The broken pieces and the planks that were left were necessary. Because if I had not had, if the folk that couldn't swim had not had the broken pieces of the ship, Some of y'all go get that when you get home. The ship broke. It had to break. Because there were some people on the ship that couldn't swim. And if it had not been for the broken pieces of the ship, God help me preach. The folk that couldn't swim would have drowned. Come on, I know most of us think we the swimmers, but I need the non-swimmers to give him some praise. I need the people that know that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. If it hadn't been for the plank, if it hadn't been from the board, if it hadn't been for the broken piece, you never would have made it safely to the other side. The word of God says they all survived. Hug somebody and say, I'm so glad you're still here. Come on, minister to somebody and say, I'm so glad you're still here. Spirit, soul, and body. Come on, tell somebody, I'm so glad you're still here. You might have some wounds, you may have some bandages, but hug somebody tell, but I'm so glad you're still here. Come on, y'all ain't moving. I don't, some of y'all ain't hugging nobody. You don't know what they've been through this year. Tell somebody, but I'm so glad you survived. I'm so glad you made it. Thank you, Jesus. They all survived. 
The good news of our faith is not that loss does not happen. The good news of our faith is that God preserves us in spite of what we lost. Woo, I don't hear nobody saying nothing. I'm going to say that again. I said the good news of our faith is not that we don't lose things. The good news of our faith is that God keeps us in spite of what we lost. I just need some people that have lost some stuff to open your mouth and give him glory. I need you to open your mouth and let somebody that's a skeptic, somebody that has become cynical, know that God will keep you in spite of what you lose. Somebody lost a mother this year. Somebody lost a family member this year. Somebody lost a child this year. Somebody lost a relationship this year. Somebody lost a job this year. But the good news is that, that God kept you. That's enough to shout about. That's enough to give him praise about. That's enough to tell him thank you for that he kept you. He preserved your life. He didn't just preserve your life. He kept your mind. Because what I've discovered is that if you can keep your mind, you can get through anything. I don't hear nobody saying nothing. You know about that, don't you, Rodney? You know about God keeping you. He preserved your life. And in preserving your life, you discovered just how much endurance you really have. Look at somebody say, I didn't think I could do it. When I look back over my life, when I look back over my shoulder, I have to say, nobody but Jesus. What kind of God is this? Who wouldn't serve a God like this that'll bless you and then keep you? Who wouldn't serve? Lift those hands in the sanctuary. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but somebody needs to know that the testimony is not whether you finished magna summa or cum. The testimony is that you made it to the end of 2018. Come on, open your mouth and give God some praise. Come on, open your mouth and clap your hands and tell God thank you. Some of us never envisioned that life would look like this. Some of us never thought we'd be on pieces of a ship. But despite what has been broken up, despite what we've lost, despite what we have called irretrievable losses, whether it's finances, family, home, all those things, the truth of the matter is I made it. And here's the shout. The shout is not that God prevented it, but that God preserved me through it. That's an even greater testimony that you got the resilience and God kept you alive. Lift those hands now in the sanctuary. God, we say thank you today. We say thank you for being a keeper. We say thank you for preserving us through storms. We say thank you that even though everything didn't go the way we wanted it to in 2018, some of us had some irretrievable losses. Some of us had some disappointments. Some of us had some hardships and some hard times. But in the midst of it all, our testimony is that you preserved our life. You kept us alive. You sustained us. You've given us endurance. And now we're stronger than we were. We're stronger in our weak places. We're stronger because you have allowed us to maintain our existence by your power. Not by power, nor by might, but by your spirit. 
we are standing and we give you praise we give you honor and we give you glory we say thank you for being a God who preserves us for being a God who keeps us for being a God who even though you may not always change our condition you condition us for the change we open our mouth now we clap our hands and we give you glory in Jesus name come on clap those hands thank you for joining our podcast we pray that you were tremendously blessed by the word 